Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and on this episode, we are talking about the time after graduation. This is a big change for you and your child, but your role is still just as important. This is going to be a super encouraging episode. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring the Smiling Homeschooler. They are an amazing math curriculum, and we'd encourage you to check them out. Also, if you or your family members enjoy movies or Disney, then you should check out our new podcast, The Wonderful World of Disney+. Plus. Dad, three of my brothers, and I talk about old movies, new movies, and everything in between. It's a ton of fun, and it's family-friendly. But let's get going. Here's my dad, Todd Wilson. Okay, we are getting going. We, that was a quick out of the uh, starting gate. Wow. Ben and I were just talking like, boom, we're going. Full speed. Hit the pedal to the metal. <laughs> well, it's good being live again. Uh, we were at the Thrive Convention in, Nor- in North Carolina, NCHE. Um, it was a good time. Uh, uh, mask mandates kind of threw a kink into the or a wrench into the work. So it wasn't a huge crowd this year, but it was good to be out. And uh, like all the other conventions I've been a part of. And again, you know, if you still have a convention, <laughs> excuse me, if you still have a convention that's uh, you have a possibility of going, you should go. If you have not gone, I'd be interested in knowing why you don't attend. Um, because I just think they're the best thing going. And really, it's a part of something really, really big as, um, you know, people are all meeting all over the country and really, and even parts of the world, um, doing exactly what you do. And it's just encouraging to me to talk to other moms and dads who are going, who are in the, in the thick of things, just like you are. And, uh, we always feel encouraged and I'm sure you well, this too as well, but uh, we're getting ready to go. Uh, summer is is feeling like it's kind of here. We were just over at Ben's and Rissa's deck, uh, sitting out on the deck with them. It's still a little cool, um, but the grass is green, the leaves are on the tree, and uh, probably if you're living up in Canada, you know the snow is just about ready to melt. So um, it's feeling good. Uh, we had a good Memorial Day, um, and I don't know Ben. Uh, I'm a little disappointed that we didn't go to the Milford Memorial Day Parade um, because I was going through Leesburg, um, which is the town south of us, and it's just a little dinky town. I think it's four miles away. Um, And we used to live there. Ben was born there. Um, But they have brick streets, and they were having their little parade. I was driving by, and I saw them all lined up down the roads in their little lawn chairs. And even when I came back through Milford, there was broken candy all over the street and i thought this is america at its best uh... i don't know our our milford days thing i mean it's it's i don't remember what it's called but it is i mean you see the some interesting looking seedy looking people it's pretty like whoa yeah so i hope not i know but i don't know but yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. We went a couple years ago and walked around a little bit, but uh, we went down to the lake and it was freezing cold uh, the, the first day. It was only like 60 degrees and it was sunny, but it was just so windy. And then uh, Saturday or Sunday was really beautiful and uh, got to actually get some sun and you know enjoy some some spring and summer. And so we're I'm just ready for it to be like 75 degrees or warmer every single day. Uh, that is just my sweet spot, and I just would love that. So I think we're and you're working close, on your though. pool. Your pool's not open yet, but 
Yep, I had to do some repairs this week. So last year, like a dumb groundhog dug underneath one of the legs and a little part of the floor collapsed. So I had to take out part of the liner, uh, redrain it again, and uh, push some sand down in there and fill in the hole again. And I think it won't happen again. And I, uh, I'm pretty much ready to go. I just have to power wash the inside now and clean it all up. I had it almost perfect, but then my brother Abe didn't really realize what we were trying to do when we were taking the cover off, and he let all dropped all the leaves into the, the into the pool that were in the cover. So I had it almost perfect, and then uh, and, and then, then it, uh, Abe. yeah. So, but Abe. I appreciate his help, I guess. So you know, can't complain. So, but yeah, and hey, I mean, I think graduation season's upon us. I, I said in the chat, are you done with school for this year? Uh, Angela said two weeks left, and then I call it quits. Thanks for the encouragement. So, uh, you know, if anyone else is watching, you maybe comment what, how many, you know, if you're done. Or I know we, in our family, we tried to be pretty much done at Memorial Day. It was kind of our cutoff usually. Um, so I think there was a big graduation. Does does uh does the North Carolina convention you went to have a graduation? Oh yeah, they have they have one of the largest that I've ever been a part of. I mean, usually uh, it was not as big as normal, but normally they have uh, uh, two gigantic rooms with, you know, I don't know, at least a thousand people in each room, um, maybe more, um, and they have two graduations going simultaneously. So, but I will say, you know, moms, I know, and Angela, you know, I know you have two weeks left and that's kind of, that's great. But um, just make sure you call it quits when you get to the two weeks. I know lots of you moms out there are still struggling with like, you feel like you don't have permission to stop. Um, you need to stop soon. Um, and, and even if, you know, moms who do it year round, um, maybe take a special break. Uh, because I know I, to me, it just feels like lots of moms say they take breaks, but they don't, they just kind of nickel. It's like guys who say, oh yeah, I take vacations all throughout the year, but they just kind of nickel and dime and they really don't end up taking any vacation. Um, so just make sure you stop. But anyway, uh, yeah, I've, I've spoken at a couple graduations already this, this year, and I did some, uh, online, uh, pre-recorded graduations as well. Um, that I was able to be a part of that. And I'll tell you, which we've said this before, um, you know, I, I've spoken at some big graduations, but sometimes, uh, or not sometimes, but the Wilson graduations, all our family graduations are super tiny. I mean, it's just us in the family room. And, you know, I say a couple of things that nobody ever remembers. And we hand them their diploma, which they probably soon lose. And then, uh, we eat some cake or something. I don't know. Um, it's a good time. And that's exactly the way I like it. I like it um, homish. I like the home school graduation. But I was thinking, um, because I shared some of these words uh, in North Carolina, um, I was thinking, you know, our, our role as parents after our kids graduate, it really graduate, it doesn't really stop. In fact, it changes a little bit. And Ben, I'm just going to kind of maybe go through some of the points that I talked about uh, this past weekend. And, uh, you know, maybe we can talk about some of them. But the very first point I was saying is that parents shouldn't be surprised um, by uh, what their kids do afterwards. Because, you know, really, homeschoolers are all raised and trained and schooled outside the box. I mean, by very nature of being a homeschooler. 
Um, right. You do things differently. You don't do like everybody else. Even if you kind of follow the example of other schools, you're still being trained outside the box. But then on the day of graduation, we make all our graduates wear these matching robes and matching hats, and we do the matching thing. Thumb, 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 thumb. And then we're kind of surprised when our kids want to live outside the box, you know, which is always surprising to me because I think, you know, you train them outside the box. Why are you surprised that they want to live outside the box? And then we spend the next years, you know, trying to cram them back in and saying, well, don't you think you ought to do it this way? Because that's the way everybody else does it. Don't you think you ought to get this kind of degree? Because everybody else does this kind of degree. And I don't know, maybe Ben, I don't know. Do you see that, you know, from your perspective, you know, you're on the other side of that. I never really was. I was raised in the box. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I would say, and you, you know, most people probably already know this, but you want your kids to live outside the box. Like, right. you know, the box is not good in terms of quality of anything. I mean, you know, in all the jobs I've had, like <laughs> all of the people who, you know, had anything similar to, you know, what I was, the gift I was be, given, you know, by being homeschooled, uh, they are in such a much better place often. And, you know, they're desirable workers, they're hard workers, they're honest, you know, they care about people more than just, you know, uh, the job itself. And those are all super desirable things, but that's, the box is not that generally. Um, but it totally does feel that. And one of my least favorite things is, you know, whether it's at the graduation, whether it's at, um, like, for example, you know, we always, my wife's part of 4-H Fair. So whenever we went to the fair, they do their auction at the end. And they always bring up the kid. And they're like, this is, you know, Rissa Wilson, or at the time, Rissa Pitt. And she's going to this degree at this school, even though she's 12 years old. And it's just like, this is the only thing that matters is what school they're going to, you know, because that's what people bid more for. And it just, that always felt like almost like a popularity concept or not a popularity contest, but a chance to everyone's trying to impress everyone else by look at all my credentials that I'm going to theoretically do, you know, that, you know, most of them don't ever do any of that stuff. But, uh, so yeah, I, I hate that, like that idea of going back to going back into the box, just do the thing that everyone else does because that's the next step clearly. Uh, and I think it's a bummer, but. But yeah. I think, you know, I think, and we'll maybe talk about this in a few minutes, but, you know, the thing is, um, your kids remind me of that g toy. And I don't even know if you ever even had this toy, Ben, but it was one of the favorite toys that we had um, when you guys were little called the Shapo Ball. It was that ball that was yeah. red on one side, blue on the other, had two yellow handles, and it had all these different shapes, you know, that fit inside of it. You put them through the holes. Did you guys have one? Yeah. I mean, that was your toy, right? I mean, yeah, I had right, it growing right. up. Right. But did you have one at your house? Uh, no. The Weavers have one, but I don't have, oh, yeah. we didn't have one. <laughs> well, there are a lot. It's a great toy, though. <laughs> it is. I always liked it because, you know, you could sit on my lap, and, of course, you couldn't find the shapes at first, but I would kind of – you'd have a square piece in your hand, and I would guide you to the square, and then you'd drop it in. So it took zero brain power from a parent. You know, you could sit there and keep them happy, and it was easy. Right. But, you know, the thing is – you know, our kids are like the shapes. There are lots of shapes, um, you know, but a round shape will not, cannot fit in a rhombus shaped hole or a square shaped hole. You know, it can only fit in the round shape. And I think, you know, 
living outside the box, we have all these kids who have different shapes and then they get to that it's in, and then we get to the end of graduation and it's like we have a shape of ball with only a sing circles, you know, and you got that works pretty good for the circle kids. You know, if you're like average and I say that in a nice way, if you're average and you want to do the college thing, that's for average people, you know, because that's a, a huge majority of people now. But they're you know, but when you've got all these different shapes they're they have they need different holes. And I think um, parents, you know, because we, again, have trained them to, to be that shape, that we shouldn't be surprised when they want to go maybe a different direction, which, uh, you know, leads me to the next one, that not only don't, don't be surprised, but don't be afraid. Um, because I, I, you know, I think we think that you know, if we have messed up or they go down the wrong path, that is somehow they're doomed. That's just not true. You know, uh, God is a, along the whole way. In fact, I was just, I told this story this weekend, but but I was just looking at this picture on our wall. And Ben, I don't know, if, you know, we've got these two giant picture walls in our family room. Um, you know, we've got like the first four kids, they take up one wall, and then the last four kids, they take up another wall. Um, we're like worried about how we're gonna add grandkids to all this. and But, we were we always took a picture of our kids when they were six months old you know when ben was a baby and sam and cat and ike we went to kmart kmart had a photo studio and you know i mean that i don't know if the person was actually a photographer but this is back know, they when they used gunpowder for flashes that's right that's right <laughs> um but the photographer probably also also sold blue slushies um yeah. you know when they weren't busy but you know i remember sam sam's picture was sam was a smiley kid he came out smiley um but he was bent he had a he he leaned to one direction i don't remember i think he leaned to the left um, and so when you'd sit him up, you know, when you're a baby, you have this big old head and he would just fall over, he'd fall over to the left. So we'd sit him up and he'd smile and just bloop over to the edge. And, uh, when we went and take, took his picture, you know, they, they put him against this blue fabric, this kind of fuzzy, like, you know, like, uh, they'd make a stuffed animal out of, right. and it was against that. And they stuck Sam up there and they had no trouble getting him to smile, but he was bent and he'd fall over. And they'd stick him back up, maybe lean him farther over to the other side, and he'd still fall over. <laughs> but after a while, um, the lady said to me, um, hey, Dad, why don't you put your hand behind that blue fabric, and then you could grip him, you know, so he can't move. And so that worked out pretty good. They took the picture. Well, that picture is on our wall. I was looking at it today, actually. And, you know... What's amazing to me is that nobody knows except you and all, and Ben will maybe look the next time, but there's this pic that Sam's there and nobody knows that my hand is right behind him holding him the whole time. And I just think, you know, your kids, God has got a hold of your kids. You may not see it, you may not understand it, and you may think that, you know, they're gonna fall over sideways, or maybe you think they're standing on their own, but God's hand is there the whole time. He has promised to complete what he has finished. So I don't know about you, Ben, because you might not feel it yet. But I know as my kids got older, as you guys got older, that gives me a lot of comfort knowing that I don't. it's not all up to me. 
you know, that I don't have to worry about which direction you go because God's hand is on you the entire time. And you're going to go through some hard things and, you know, you might lose a job or two, which, you you know, you got to, you did. Um, but God's hand is on you. And I, I don't know, that that helps me as a parent, brings me a lot of comfort. Yeah, I mean, and I think that, it's also a time when I think kids, you know, the kid who graduated can also be kind of afraid at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be kind of a, a scarier time where there's a lot of new stuff happening. Uh, it's kind of uncharted territory, you know, before you kind of just did school every year. You did, you know, what you're told. And now you, you, I mean, maybe that's still, you know, you're at home still, but whatever it may be, it's kind of like, all right. Now's the time to start doing what you've been said and you, you know, been training for, which obviously I guess if you go to college or whatever else, then maybe that's not the truth. But, uh, but so I think if you're afraid for your child, then I think that's infectious and can be felt by your child as well. Um, and I always remember dad just like encouraging, uh, like, you're going to be okay and confident in the fact of maybe they won't be the president or whatever else, but confident that we weren't just going to, starved to death or you know end up in jail you were confident that they're going to be okay and i think that mm-hmm. if uh, you and god will take care of him he's promised to um and i think that uh if you can rest easy in that then uh, that's really the only thing that matters in the grand scheme i mean whether they're a doctor or you know anything else you can fill anything else and it doesn't really matter as long as they're you know all right, just real quick, I want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. Teaching Textbooks is an amazing math curriculum, and our family's used them for many, many years. They have a ton of features, including uh, interactive sketch mode, stickers, animations, grade dating, search features, and tons more. It also works on any device that has an internet browser, including computers, tablets, and smartphones. We'd encourage you to check them out for next school year and tell them that The Smiling Homeschooler sent you. And you can also go check out a free demo over at teachingtextbooks.com. Um, and then the third one is maybe be realistic. Right. Because there's something about parents that think all your children, all our children are brilliant. And they are. Um, but I know uh, sometimes we put unrealistic expectations on our kids. And I remember this was drawn to my attention one time when Sam and I, we were speaking in California. And uh, we were at we were staying in someone's house and they had one son who was in college. Um, but this kid, we stayed in this kid's room. Um, and it looked like a memorial to a perpetual third grader. (laughs) And I mean, there were like pictures. It was a little spooky actually. Um, and they mentioned his name every three sentences. Um, and they kept telling me, oh, yeah, he's going to be the youngest congressman. He's going to be amazing. He's going to be he's going to be on Capitol Hill. We're just, you know, he did all this, you know, he did all these amazing things. Well, he also went to the school. He was in college with um, our nephew. And so uh, when I saw that nephew, we were just talking. I said, oh, I know someone you might know. I said, I met this person and they I knew his first name. So I said, you know, Bob. And I said, and he goes to your college. And they, he said, well, you know, there are a lot of Bobs there. I don't know that Bob. I said, yeah, but this one, you'd probably know him because his parents said he's super sharp. He's probably going to be the youngest congressman ever. And without missing a beat, my nephew said, that's what all the parents say. say. And then he added, I'm surprised there haven't been more suicides in our school. 
and and really it stunned me because I thought really how many parents have put mm -hmm. so much pressure on it and real and I knew that sometimes I did that to my kids I remember saying to Ben you know if anybody could be the president Ben you could be the president I mean I firmly believe that well you know that doesn't leave very much room for um you know yeah. and I can I asked Ben I don't know if Ben remembers this but um years ago I asked him I said Ben have I ever put that pressure on you you know that unrealistic expectation that feels heavy to you and I was hoping Ben would say no dad you never did but he said well maybe a little bit and I thought and I don't think I've done it ever since then no and I mean I appreciate that and I and I know that 100% that dad is as long as I'm a husband and dad and, you know, follow Jesus well, then that's all that and matters. takes care of me but, in my retirement. Yeah, exactly. My old age. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I will say... He put gas in the mower. That's good yeah. enough for me. Right. And I don't mean this in any way like a slam against dad or, you know, but this is just for parents is like it is really like it's really, really easy for a kid to feel that, you know, cause I, I, you know, and when you're 18 or whatever, and you're feeling super, super, you know, you have no job, you've never had any work. You can right. imagine anything you want in the world. And you're like, I imagine myself as a Senator, like great, easy, done. I've done it. You know? And I hear see this all the time as kids in college, especially they've been, you know, they're there, they don't actually have to do anything. They just have to go through college. And so, you know, as long as they're doing well, they're like, I have got this down, but I definitely do still even sometimes go like, what if I'm not that any of those things ever? And I do just work a normal job the rest of my life. You know, is that failure or is that like, I didn't live up to my true potential, you know? So, and not because of dad, but just, that is a doubt. Like, it, you know, you can kind of, um, kind of fight against a little bit. So yeah, I think the expectations but we is parents super should big. not add to that. Right, we exactly. should not add to that because you know, the truth, the truth is, your kid's probably not going to be the president. Truth is, your kids are probably not going to be congressmen. I mean, just the odds are against them. And, I, and we're not into odds. Point, but <laughs> huh? I, said, I don't even think I'd want to, even if I could at this point. That's true. Said, I don't even think I'd want you to be. To I don't, be. You know, yeah. or you're not going to be, you know, have the, the biggest product. You know, you're not going to be a Jeff Bezos of Amazon. You're not going to be, you know, some super famous person. You're not going to have a huge ministry. You know, and, and, and honestly, Ben's, you may not be able to hold your kid up as a piece of, of a look at my child. They succeeded in some huge financial or whatever way, because honestly, exactly. it feels like that's a lot of people love to be able to say, oh, yeah, my son, he works at he works at Amazon. He makes, you know, four hundred thousand dollars like they love. Yeah, I hear I that know. all the time. And I mean, that it, that may not be. But, you know, if you can say I have four grandkids that they raised, it's all loved God and he has an amazing family. I mean, that is. Long which leads so me to worries. the next one so you know uh don't be surprised don't be afraid be realistic and then maybe you know not redefine success but define success you know because it is not those things it is not having money it's not it's not having a position it's not having a you know because there are plenty of people who have had all those things who are miserable in fact, the vast majority of those successful people, you would think like in Hollywood, they would be the happiest people in the world. And yet they're not, they're miserable. You know, you'd think that those successful people would be the happiest people in the world. They're not. I mean, it's amazing to me how many successful people at the top of their game and their own, take their own lives. 
you know, because so obviously sad. it doesn't do anything. In fact, you know, um, I think of, you know, there aren't many movies anymore that I get kind of choked up at. But the one movie that I always get choked up every single time is um, It's a Wonderful Life. At the very end, when George Bailey has just come back, you know, he's, they're taking me to Merry Christmas, Bedford Falls. You know, they're right after that. And they're, um, you know, they're getting ready to take him to jail. And, um, but he's happy now because Mary's back and Zuzu's paddles, you know, and all that. And, and, uh, but the part that just gets me is when his brother, Harry comes into the door and, you know, they, they move the seat along really fast. So he grabs a, a cup of champagne and he makes a toast and he says, to my big brother, George, the richest man in town. Mm -hmm. And I always get choked up. I feel that lump right in my throat right then because I, I have felt that way at times. You know, I remember at Ben's wedding, standing on, you know, over by your house, Ben, actually, watching you cut the cake and Eric Shang, nobody else knows who I'm talking about, but Eric Shang came up to me as I'm watching this and he said, you know, you're probably the richest man around. And, and he, he saw it, he saw it in the people I was surrounded by and the son that I had raised, the daughter-in-law I was getting. And, you know, it is not about all those other things. Um, and even in those things, you know, sometimes we can't control those things, but success is really having a spouse who likes you you know, having children who love God and love you. Mm -hmm. And that's about it. You know, they're. Yeah. I mean, and, and that's where I was thinking the other day. I was driving home and I was like, really, like realistically, you know, the Jeff Bezos's or whoever. I mean, any, I mean, even the president, whatever. You mm -hmm. know, if you actually made a list and asked any person who's lived more than a few years, you know, and said, list out all the people who have had the biggest impact on your actual life. I would guess almost no one would ever put someone like, you know, these huge figureheads that, you know, you say change the world and they do change the world. They change our lives, you know, but like, but not, but most people don't list those people. They, they list their parents, they list their siblings, maybe they list, you know, someone from church, you know, family, their teacher, whatever. Um, and as, and you know, as, and Roger said, I used to talk to my kids about being world changers. I had to apologize. Now I just say, make a difference in your part of the world. And he's spot on is, I mean, if you are, I mean, dad has changed the world, not just through family man and everything like that, but through teaching eight people who will go on to raise their kids and teach them. And, and I mean, it just keeps going or, you know, my grandpa, you know, he has 27 grandkids. He'll probably have 50 or 60 great grandkids. Who knows? Like, in just a couple generations, him choosing to accept Christ and, you know, raising his family to do that has, will change the world. Maybe not, you know, oh, we implemented a policy that took this much more tax, this many more taxes from someone else. But, you know, <laughs> I mean, to those people who are actually related and around him, the world was a lot more changed than, you know, the gas prices 50 years later or whatever. Um, so I think that's definitely something that I've, come to current terms with and realized is how much of an impact really every person does if they they love their family well and that's not just a cute thing to say i mean no, that is true. the truth you know it's not just something that you tell yourself you know to make you feel better about your own 
miserable existence. Um, it is the truth. And I think that we need to remind our kids that we need to remind ourselves that moms as homeschooling moms, you're doing something so huge, you know, and it's not about what you gave up. It's what it's about what you have. Um, you know, how about a couple more? Um, the next one. So, you know, kind of define or redefine success. And then, you know, really, as your kids leave, expect them to fail sometime. You know, they're probably not, they may not get the college they want. They may have to drop out because they didn't do very well, or maybe they won't be able to keep the scholarship, or maybe it doesn't quite turn out the way they wanted to, you know, and that's okay. Um, in fact, that's the way God really moves all of us, you know, that he uses those failures to make us who we're supposed to be. And maybe even more importantly, to draw us to himself. So I think we can kind of be okay with those things. I know it's not very fun. Nobody likes to see their kid fail. I hate seeing my kids fail, you know. <clears throat> but I guess I got used to it watching Ben over and over and again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm, kid I'm, kidding. Kidding. I'm kidding. But it is like, it is kind of unrealistic. Yeah. And it's not shocking that, you know, you go into school and people always make fun of changing all the grad, you know, the undergrads and everything, you know, everyone, all, Oh, I changed five times or whatnot. Right. But it's not really surprising one, because a lot of people just go without any reason, but two, you know, you can buy clothes off of Amazon or any other online store and you can imagine what you think they're going to fit like. But then when you actually put them on, a lot of times they don't fit the way you think they're going to. Mm -hmm. And realistically, most of these kids, they're 18. They've never had a job or whatever. And the chances that they're going to know their career for the rest of their lives from that day is so unrealistic. But that's really the expectation that a lot of the world seems to think is going to be real, even though they all know it's not. Uh, so I think understanding it's going to take a little time and maybe they work somewhere for a few months and work somewhere else for a year or whatever. Sometimes those opportunities do present themselves just by working and starting to realize what work and what you do well and all that kind of stuff. And and you can do some of that before or before graduation too. Um, mm -hmm. But I, you know, I do have, a, I mean, I got asked that literally nonstop when I was graduating is what you're going to do, you know? And it's like, or what's your forever job? I got asked that just a couple days ago, you know, and that's not wrong. Like I do want to know that, but it's all at the same time. It isn't always just a forever job or even if it is, it might take time to find that, you know? Um, right. So I think it, 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 you know, that, that, that failure is, it can be okay. And so the last bit of advice then I would say, you know, um, as our kids get older is just lastly, just to wave and smile. You know, just to wave and smile, because I think that's really what our kids, they don't want us to, you know, after they get to a certain age, they don't need all our advice. They don't need all our wisdom. They just need us to kind of wave and smile as they go along their way. I know that even for my, for myself as a 56 year old guy, I still love it when my parents will say, or when my dad will say, that was a good decision. You know, I just love that. Um, and I think that's what your kids want to see. They want you to go, you can do it. Yeah, you can do it. Way to go. Yeah. Oh, don't worry about this setback. Just keep going. God's got to make it clear. And you just smile and wave and don't stop smiling. Yeah. But obviously all of this is say like, there is a big difference between, you know, your kids just sitting at home playing games after they graduate and, you know, other stuff. So, I mean, you know, that's not that's not our ideal of what we would encourage. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I know I see that all the time, though, and dad is just encouraging and uh, 
it definitely helps a lot more than picking at man you could have done that better or whatever like you know i mean and often your kids are going to be aware of failure so you don't have to heap it on you know if they lose their job you don't have to really go in real depth on that you know it's it's probably pretty apparent to them why they did so having that encouragement is huge and, and honestly for a while you may be the only source of it you know until you know, they may not be having a lot of feedback from friends or peers or anyone else you know so uh, having one person you can count on who's going to be back there saying you can do this, you know, is I, and I think your 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 encouragement is stronger than peers. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I yeah, think for sure. I know that you know Catherine when she was like eighteen or nineteen, she was pretty convinced she was going to be an old maid for the rest of her life, <laughs> and you know, the ripe old age, probably, yeah, and she was going to have to join a convent or something, <laughs> and she would say, "I'm never going to find anybody, Dad. You're never going to and." I would sit there in her bedroom and say, and remind her, Catherine, it only takes a day and everything changes. Catherine, you know, your desire is to be married. God's, you know, he wouldn't put that desire if that wasn't what he he wanted for you. Don't worry, just enjoy today. And I think that's what our kids need to hear. God's got this, you know, you don't need to worry. He's gonna make it clear when it's time to make it clear. Mm -hmm. For sure. I think that's all hopefully really encouraging stuff for everyone. Uh, I think uh, I think a lot of that was definitely went through a lot. I, I read a book and I've mentioned this before, but it's called uh, I think it's called Just Do Something. Uh, if your kid, you know, just mm-hmm. feels like kind of paralyzed by choice. I know I was because I didn't have like one specific skill that I was like, I'm going to school for X and then I'm going to go get a job at the CPA and I'm going to just keep doing that, you know, or whatever. Sam, you know, in animation if that feels just like really um, like they're not sure, you know, there, there are some good books and stuff out there just to kind of, you know, to encourage that it's okay to not know exactly what your, your plan is. So uh, just in recognizing that that can be really kind of a scary spot, at least if your cat child is anything like me. <laughs> I agree. And you know, what you want to do is you want to give them a little nudge. Don't right. let them settle in and take just the easy road. You know, because it's easy just to, and I know some adults, you know, who got fired from a job or two and they just kind of take the easiest job that, and they don't, you know, they don't move on from there when they need a little shove to say, hey, you know, you may not have a job today, but go get a job. Yeah, it's fine to work at McDonald's. Go ahead and work at McDonald's or go work or whatever. It's, it's, it's not just better than nothing. It's good in, a, in and of, and in of, and of itself or whatever you know how that goes yeah um and so but but parents you know just push them and then let them see that again that smile on your face if you look disappointed because they're working at mcdonald's they will feel this be they will you know they'll they'll feel your disappointment right so okay well hey have a great weekend um you know if you haven't stopped and you're kind of i'll have parents moms who said to me this weekend i just feel like we should stop but there's still so much to do stop anyway just quit you know don't worry about getting it done put it all away and begin enjoying your summer and i'm going to guarantee a day out in the sun with nothing to do that's going to make you smile thank you for joining us for another episode we really do appreciate each and every one of our listeners just a reminder if you enjoy the show please leave a review on whatever podcast app you use also, again, just thank you to Teaching Textbooks for sponsoring The Smiling Homeschooler. They are the math curriculum that helps homeschoolers smile. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.